I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Nick Ainelli. Calls for immediate action after a new report of the D.C. Housing Authority. I'm Ian Kramer. In sports, lots of college football action today. Frank Hanrahan will have the details. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A nationwide Women's Day of Action Saturday for reproductive rights. 400 Women's Wave 2022 events were held across the country along with the D.C. March. Some in towns like Fargo, North Dakota and Amarillo, Texas, drawing smaller groups of protesters. So when we come to D.C. or we come to New York, the show of power is really important so that, you know, policymakers and people who are making the decisions have a very clear understanding of what's happening right at their doorstep. The Women's March turned its focus to mobilizing voters for the midterm elections in one month. WUSA 9 TV reporter Katie Kairos. Russia has tightened security at the only bridge that links the annexed Crimean Peninsula with Russia. An explosion damaged the bridge which Russia uses to transport weapons to Ukraine. More on that from CBS's Michael George. The bridge is not only a symbol of Russia's claim on Crimea, which it annexed from Ukraine in 2014, it's also a key supply route for Russian military forces. Russian President Vladimir Putin personally drove a truck across the 12 mile span when it officially opened in 2018. The explosion, perhaps not coincidentally, comes a day after Putin's 70th birthday. In a video address, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky indirectly acknowledged the attack, saying it was a mostly sunny day, but unfortunately it was cloudy in Crimea. Hurricane Julia is headed for Nicaragua. The National Hurricane Center's Daniel Brown. Besides the um, strong winds, uh, we are also expecting a rainfall amounts of about 5 to 10 inches, uh, isolated amounts of uh, 15 inches. That rainfall could cause some uh, flash floods and mudslides. SpaceX has launched two communication satellites into orbit and successfully recovered its Falcon 9 Stage 1 booster. Here's CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood. It was SpaceX's 46th launch so far this year, and it's third this week after sending four astronauts to the space station and launching 54 Starlink Internet satellites earlier. The two satellites launched in the latest flight will be used to deliver programming from media giants like the Disney Channel, HBO, and others. The man who was once known as the king of the Oscars, Harvey Weinstein, is facing another sexual assault trial. He's already serving a 23-year sentence for rape and sexual assault in New York. Jury selection begins in Los Angeles Monday on four counts of rape and seven other counts of sexual assault involving five women. And 30 exotic dancers who work at a topless bar in Hollywood, California, will vote Thursday on whether to unionize. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 11.03, Saturday, October 8th, 2022. The low tonight, 46. Good evening, 
I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Exactly one month before Election Day, the Women's March is conducting rallies and demonstrations across the nation, including one on Capitol Hill not far from the Supreme Court. Demonstrators, some who traveled from states including Texas, Ohio, and North Carolina, said they had to be here today. Clearly they're not hearing us in Texas. This is an SOS. Imari Reynolds and her friends traveled here from Houston to raise their voices for abortion rights. This is real life. This has real life consequences for people that look like me. Uh, we can no longer afford to be criminalized by something as simple as health and reproductive rights. The soundstage here in Folger Park features speakers and musical performances on a crisp fall day for the march and rally. On Capitol Hill, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A man accused of murder is back in custody. He was mistakenly released from a Loudoun County jail. The incident has led to questions around what happened. Commonwealth's attorneys are calling the mistake erroneous and say the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office is responsible for the release of 25-year-old Stone Lee Colburn. He was found in Georgia and is now back in custody. He's accused of murdering his brother's girlfriend, Natalie Crow. Commonwealth's attorney, Buda Biberat, says the original murder charge was dismissed after a request for a second mental health evaluation was denied. Despite her office filing a new charge against Colburn for concealing a body, he was still released. The sheriff's office snapped back, saying prosecutors dropped the murder charge, which led to Colburn walking free. Bibberai has responded saying her office is disappointed by how the sheriff's office has mischaracterized his release. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Criminal charges are pending against a high school freshman in Frederick, Maryland, who stands accused of pulling out a weapon during a fight at a school Friday. The 14-year-old girl who is not being identified because of her age is facing several charges, including assault, reckless endangerment, and having a dangerous weapon on school property. Frederick County Sheriff's deputies say the girl got into a fight with another student in the cafeteria at Governor Thomas Johnson High School. They say during the fight, she took out a 10-inch knife and held it in a threatening manner. The school resource officer there, who is a sheriff's deputy, was able to intervene and take the knife away. The girl was then taken into custody. No one was injured. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. An investigation is underway after a driver struck and killed an elderly woman in Arlington County. And tonight we have her name. She's been identified as 85-year-old Gwendolyn Hayes of Arlington. Police say the crash happened at 9 this morning in the 5800 block of Little Falls Road at John Marshall Drive. They believe the driver turned left from John Marshall Drive onto Little Falls Road hitting Hayes as she was crossing the roadway in the crosswalk. The driver remained on the scene. It's the third fatal pedestrian crash in a two-block stretch of Little Falls Road over the past eight years. D.C. A D.C. councilwoman is promising legislation to reform D.C.'s housing authority after a federal government report finds the agency loaded with problems. The D.C. housing authority is completely dysfunctional, failing its residents and the city. That from councilwoman Alyssa Silverman to the 72-page report that finds D.C.H.A. is not providing safe and usable housing, over and undercharging tenants, listing units as vacant that are actually occupied and at risk of being in default on federal contracts, among a host of other findings. Silverman calls it a blistering indictment and a wake-up call for urgent and immediate action. The councilwoman says she will introduce reform legislation soon to make sure the lowest-income residents have safe, high-quality, and secure housing. The Washington Post reports the Housing Authority has until November 30th to respond. A spokeswoman for the mayor says she will hold her comments until that response is into HUD. 
Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, charges have been filed against a Virginia man who fired shots at police. It's 1107. If you hold an associate's degree from a Maryland community college, you've already succeeded. And now you can take the next step toward the future you want. At University of Maryland Global Campus, you can turn your Maryland associates into a bachelor's for $12,000 or less with our completion scholarship. Undergraduate courses start October 19th. Succeed again with career-relevant programs, personalized advising, and 100% online and hybrid courses. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. It's 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Stephanie. And we are watching the incident on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. All lanes completely shut down in either direction. If you're headed southbound, the closure will begin soon after 198. All traffic being detoured onto 198. As of now, listeners are reporting to have been stuck between 198 and 197 for well over an hour. So if you're stuck between there, do be very patient. Officers are working their hardest to uh, get traffic detoured. As of now, I do have it in camera that on the northbound side, any traffic that has been stuck after 197 is currently being turned around, brought back southbound in the northbound lane to then take the exit for 197. So if you're coming northbound on the BW Parkway, you will be immediately detoured onto 197. Now, if you're headed in either direction right now, I would suggest avoiding the BW Parkway completely. Go ahead and use I-95 or Route 1 to head through Laurel tonight. Once again, the BW Parkway shut down between 197 and Maryland 198. Still dealing with the incident on the inner loop of the Beltway. It's on your approach towards New Hampshire Avenue. Looks like most of the activity has now been moved over to the far right shoulder, However, so just be sure to stay to the left. Most of those delays are just about cleared up. Down in Virginia, the northbound side of I-95, also dealing with an accident soon after the Centerport Parkway, or pardon me, soon after the exit for Stafford and Courthouse Road. Looks like that incident is in the clearing stages as well. one 304 wtop is the traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. With all this cold air, it's only right we get a frost advisory for those living west of D.C. You can expect that. Tomorrow, highs will be in the low 60s, mostly sunny for everyone. And then we've got our holiday, Monday, Indigenous People Day. High temperatures will be in the upper 60s, near 70. Plenty of sunshine for your Tuesday. High temperatures will peak in the low 70s. Wednesday, highs around 72, 73 degrees and mostly sunny skies. So we are warming by midweek. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 50 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
It's 11-11. A dozen charges have now been filed against a man who's accused of firing shots at police and leading officers on a chase through Arlington and Fairfax counties. The charges against 27-year-old Ricardo Singleton of Arlington include attempted malicious wounding on a law enforcement officer, use of a firearm in the commission of a felony, and felony reckless discharge. The situation began in the morning after Arlington County Sheriff's deputies saw Singleton in his car holding a gun. Singleton is accused of firing at police twice, once while driving in Arlington and again after running from his crashed car in Falls Church. No officers were hurt. During the second shooting, a Fairfax County police officer returned fire, but Singleton was not hit. Per standard policy, the officer has been placed on restricted duty status until investigations are done. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Montgomery County police are investigating a shooting Friday night just after 9 p.m. in the 12,900 block of Twin Brook Parkway. Police say they responded to a report of shots fired and found a man holding a gun with an extended magazine by his side. He pointed his weapon at an officer as he was getting out of his cre- cruiser. The man was ordered ordered to get out on the ground, but instead he dropped the gun and fled. Police found shell casings at the scene. Anyone with information is asked to give Montgomery County Police a call. Walk in their shoes. It's the title of a public education campaign on domestic violence in Montgomery County. Last year, 58 people in Maryland died as the result of domestic violence. Five were Montgomery County residents. Five more have died in Montgomery County this year. I want zero. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy joined advocates and survivors like Cheryl Kravitz to talk about displays appearing in the Walk in Their Shoes campaign that will be popping up in libraries and rec centers across the county. Kravitz says awareness is critical. I can honestly say to you that I would not be alive today if someone hadn't cared enough to help. Montgomery County's Family Justice Center provides a range of free services for anyone dealing with domestic violence. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, lots of college football today. Frank Hanrahan has all the latest scores. It's 1113. One day you're serving in the military and then the next day you come home and you're dealing with an injury. Britton is in recovery from an addiction to prescription opioids. My opioid misuse and need got so strong. Addiction is hard. You're not going to fix it on your own. You have to reach out for help. The recovery side of it is amazing. You get to a place where you're proud of yourself again. If you or someone you know is struggling, there is hope. Recovery is possible. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. What did nine out of 10 people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes, your risk is even higher. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. Get your updated vaccine now. It could save your life. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. With so many uncertainties, you need sound advice and disciplined strategies to help you navigate through these challenging times. Award-winning private wealth advisor Kim Liu Tu has over 25 years of experience and has helped clients reach their financial goals. Her comprehensive financial planning covers everything from investment management to estate, insurance, and tax planning. Kim's specialty is developing retirement income strategies to help insulate from market volatility. At Generations Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial, our mission is as simple as the ABCs. We advocate for clients, create balance with your current and future needs, all while providing more confidence in your decision-making. Call Kim Liu Tu today 
at 703-766-2025, extension 111. That's 703-766-2025, extension 111. Visit GWMFinancialPlanners.com to learn more today. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Ameriprise Financial Inc. and its affiliates do not offer tax or legal advice. Consumers should consult their tax advisor or attorney regarding their specific situation. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Frank Hanrahan. College football, Maryland falls to Purdue 31-29. Tough loss in College Park as the Terps are now 4-2. They will play uh, Indiana next week. Hoosiers lost to number 4 Michigan 31-10. Virginia loses to Louisville 34-17. Navy got all over Tulsa 53-21. Virginia Tech lost at Pitt 45-29. Bowie State beats Virginia State 41-14. Number 1 Alabama in a bit of a tussle holding on to a 24-20 lead over Texas. A&M late in the fourth quarter. They do have possession. Baseball playoffs looks like the Mets are going to force a decisive game three, but they still got a couple innings to go. Mets leading San Diego 7-2. That's in the eighth. Philadelphia Phillies with a 2-0 lead at St. Louis in the eighth. If the Phils win, they advance on. Seattle comes from 8-1 down to beat Toronto 10-9. Wins that series as Seattle will now face Houston in the ALDS. Oscar Gonzalez walk-off homer, bond on the 15th. Cleveland one-zip win over Tampa to win that series 2-0. Capitals skate by Columbus 4-3 in overtime. Final preseason game. Capitals open up their regular season on Wednesday. Frank Handrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. President Biden's warnings that the world is at risk of nuclear Armageddon are being clarified by the White House, saying no one should underestimate the extraordinary danger if Russia were to fire nuclear weapons into Ukraine. The National Women's March in D.C. took place today, one month before the midterm elections that will determine control of Congress. Organizers are focusing on the fight for reproductive rights. South Korea and Japan reporting that North Korea has fired a ballistic missile toward its eastern waters, the latest in a barrage of weapons tests in recent days. South Korea's Joint Chief of Staff says the launch was made early Sunday but gave no further details. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 11:17, and injured Hunter is recovering after being rescued Friday by troopers from the Maryland State Police Aviation Command Unit. The man fell more than 20 feet from a tree stand in Ellicott City, breaking several ribs and possibly his pelvis in the fall, which took place in a heavily wooded remote area of Cascade Falls Trail. Howard County EMTs tried to get the man on an ATV, but because of the distance and his injuries, a helicopter from Joint Base Andrews was flown to the scene, and the crew hovered over him, lowered a hoist, and lifted him about 150 feet to the safety of the helicopter, and then to the R. Adams Cowley Shock Trauma Center in Baltimore. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Stephanie. We are, of course, still watching the incident on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. The crash itself 
was initially reported at approximately 9.30 this evening. And so uh, a lot of folks got stuck behind that accident scene here. Um, since then, got a listener that says they've been stuck in that traffic for well over an hour. Unfortunately, it looks like folks headed southbound are still very much stuck behind the incident. Now, Park Police has informed us that they are in the process of setting around uh, setting up a turnaround point uh, near 198. So if you're headed southbound, you will be turned around and sent back northbound, northbound in the southbound lanes to take 198 now if you're already coming southbound go ahead and just uh, take the exit for 198 if you uh, get to 32 that might be your better option to bail out because you might get caught up in some delays as folks are being detoured in other words on the northbound side the closure is just uh, after 197 so all traffic that got stuck after 197 is also being turned around brought back southbound in the northbound lanes and forced to take 197 there otherwise my suggestion, go and completely avoid the BW Parkway, head through Laurel, I-95, or Route 1 are going to be your better options tonight. Inner loop of the Beltway looks like the accident scene that was near New Hampshire Avenue officially cleared. No worries there any longer. Eastbound side of 66, you do have the work zone tonight from Nutley Street to the Beltway. Should be getting by single file. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Tonight, temperatures fall into the low 40s. Mostly clear tonight and chilly. We are cool for your Sunday. Plenty of sunshine with highs in the low 60s. So even though the cold air is setting up shop, we should be in for uh, warming conditions through the week ahead. Note, though, we have a frost advisory for those living west of D.C. going into effect. For your Monday, Indigenous People Day, high temperatures will be in the upper 60s, near 70. Tuesday, plenty of sunshine with highs in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 50 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a Prince William County elections officials, official calls it quits. We'll tell you why. It's 1121. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is book solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through VeraHeal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. VeraHeal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great, but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Veraheal.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 
The bivalent booster is here and now available to Marylanders 12 and older who received their primary vaccine series or last booster at least two months ago. This bivalent booster provides defense against severe illness from COVID with added protection against Omicron variants, which account for more than 90% of COVID cases in Maryland. With colder weather approaching and activities moving indoors, it is more important than ever to stay protected and COVID ready. For the best protection against serious illness from COVID, go boost a message from the Maryland Department of Health. This is WTOP News. 1123, a top election official in Prince William County is quitting, saying he's tired of the stress of the job mostly brought on by local Republican leaders. Registrar Eric Olson will leave at the end of the year. He says a GOP leader made phone calls to election officers, suggesting they would be getting different election day assignments than the ones Olson had announced. In an interview with Inside Nova, Prince William County GOP Chair Denny Doherty says he's simply asking the county to honor the po political party's rights to pick their own representatives instead of having to accept registrar's choices. The elections office also received a letter from a lawyer for the local GOP threatening a lawsuit if Republicans didn't get more representation in the higher ranking election chief and assistant chief roles. The director of Montgomery County's planning board has been dismissed. A statement from the board does not say why Gwen Wright is being replaced. This comes weeks after planning board chair Casey Anderson was reprimanded for keeping alcohol in her office. Keep an eye on your mailbox. Ballots are being mailed out this week across D.C. as voters will choose candidates for a number of major races, including mayor and two at-large council seats. Proactively mailing ballots out is something that started in D.C. when the pandemic began. Those changes were very popular then and very convenient for voters, and that's why we've still been using those same approaches for voters to cast their ballots. And this week, more than 500,000 ballots are being mailed out, one going to every registered voter in the city. Nick Jacobs with the D.C. Board of Elections says you can mail the ballot back or put it in a drop box. Drop boxes will be opening on October 14th. And if you want to vote in person, early in-person voting in D.C. starts on October 31st. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Food prices spiked close to 11.5% in September over last year. The Bureau of Labor Statistics says that's the biggest year-over-year -year increase since May of 1979. Grocery prices were up 13.5%. That may change not only what we buy at stores, but how grocery stores sell certain items. There's certain categories like butter, which is over you know 24% of a price increase. Food industry Analyst Phil Lempert, editor of SupermarketGuru.com, says that makes butter a target. We're going to start to see some of those items, like butter, have the highest theft that we've ever seen before. He thinks we'll start to see butter move out of its usual place in the dairy aisle and under guard. We might well see butter at the front of the store and having a store clerk watching out for that butter theft. He says it's common sense. Stores will have to be eagle-eyed. He says stores can't lock up those items for a simple reason. They don't have the labor to unlock those cases. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, a nationwide Women's Day of Action brought thousands of people to rally across the U.S. We'll have that story. It's 1126. 
At MedStar Health, we're dedicated to bringing you the latest breakthroughs, such as robotic cardiac surgery, a minimally invasive procedure performed with robotic instruments through tiny chest incisions. Offering a faster recovery and enhanced safety, this is just the latest innovation offered by our nationally recognized cardiac surgery program at MedStar Washington Hospital Center. To learn more, visit medstarhealth.org. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.